0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi. Today is Saturday, January 26th. You guys are listening to episode number 96. That's right, everybody, 96. We are just um, a, just a few, a handful of episodes away from 100, which I'm very proud of. Um, have been doing this a long time and it's just been getting better and better. And as I always state, it's because of you guys, but, uh, we're getting up there. Number 96, got some cool stuff to talk about. I'll uh, be a good episode here. Um, and, um, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I am, I'm. I'm doing this one tired, okay? But I'm going to give you everything. So uh, that just means I'm going to be more tired when it's over. But, like, I'm like a boxer in the sixth round of a 12-round bout right now. Okay, so I got some I got some left. And I'm a fighter, so that means if I started getting my ass kicked in a fifth or sixth, I could get mad and turn it around. But that's the energy level I'm at. But you people deserve the best, and that's what I'm going to give you. And I'll explain why I'm tired. Basically because I'm an idiot and I do stupid shit when I don't have to do stupid shit to my body. Um, but we will get things going as always got to start off the show shouting out the sponsor. Shh. Uh, the Verzee Effect Podcast Show is sponsored by Butterfly Radio. And actually, a lot of people, a lot of friends and fans that I know have been downloading the app, um, you know, get trying to get you guys to use the app and stuff, but it's a great app. Download the app for free, Butterfly Radio, on your iPhone, and it uh, gives you access to podcasts. You could leave an audio message um, to your favorite podcast, and um, you will be, uh, you know, shout it out or, you know, a message back to you, and it's just great to keep in touch with uh, the, the shows that you listen to, also register ButterflyRadio.com, uh, register there and get your own podcast, put your own pictures up, start your own shows and do all that stuff, so it's, it's just a great, just an absolutely great thing for uh, podcast fans, people that either want to start a podcast or listen, talk to their favorite podcast, so Butterfly Radio, sponsor the Verzi Effect, they also um the uh, Materis podcast and Jim Florentine you could talk to all those guys butterfly radio it's uh it's a great thing so definitely download the app and it is for free all right so this week i wanted to uh first of all obviously like always thank everybody for um you know just coming out to the shows had a great time at shows this week in the city and i am um, uh, I, I think I mentioned that I'm gonna be going on the road and I got some more road dates so I'll talk about that but um here's why I'm exhausted okay had to cram in a bunch of different shows for for and, and different material for different um showcases, and and different auditions, and this one network wants you to be, like, clean, and talk about family, this other network, you know, wants you to do whatever, this one network wants you to, you know, um, you could curse, and say whatever, but this other one you can't, and this one's picky, and, and again, listen, I don't want to complain, I'm very happy, and thankful for the opportunities, and yes, people say, oh, it's a good problem to have, but it's, it's been, trust me, um, anybody working at this, and getting better, is going to see when they get to, um, Audition and go in front of uh, places for you know showcases, and and you know these executives or these networks want to see certain things. Holy shit, man! It's just like, ah, oh, it's exhausting. And you got to write this, and can I do that? And well, if they don't like that, can they take it out? Or is that gonna make me not get it? Doing all that shit, and not to, I'm not gonna lie. Then afterwards, you hang out, and you know, I have a you know a ton of friends in the city, so you hang out and you have a drink. Like oh, I'm gonna have one drink, I'm gonna have two drinks. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Uh, I've been throwing some Johnny Walker black down like it's going out of style. And, um, it's bad. I mean, never during work or anything. But, you know, afterwards, having a like a Johnny Black on the rocks, just chilling out. And, um, probably not the smartest thing to do when I have to be up with uh, two kids. And, uh, just have a day of toys and running around and crying and eating and having to be up. Uh, and, and feeling hungover. It sucks. But, you know, it's all, basically what I'm trying to say is I need to fucking manage my time better and just go to sleep. But do you do drugs to sleep, you know? Do you do drugs to sleep? Like I don't want to do that. I don't want to I don't take ambience and shit. I don't want to take like I've taken some of those melatonins and that works, but I kind of just want to sleep naturally, but it's 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 hard. And I know that Nyquil has that new like Z sleep thing, but I don't want to get You know what I love about that? They're like, yeah, that's not that's not habit forming. It's like, yeah, it is it it may not like your body may not need it, but if you're doing it every night, it's a fucking habit. Cuz then what happens when you don't have that shit in your system and all of a sudden you're like I can't sleep and then you got it's a, definitely a fucking habit. Listen, anything that you put into your body to get a result from is habit-forming. I don't care what they say. It's not habit-forming. Yes, it is. It's habit-forming. It's making you fucking sleep when you couldn't. Of course you're going to do it again. That becomes a habit. (laughs) I don't get it. Uh, But... Uh, One thing that happened this week, and this happens to writers, you know, like people who write books, this happens to, I think, all kinds of creative, you know, sometimes some people say no, they just pick a day to write, I'm not that type of comedian, but I always go through these lulls in writing where like for two or three months I got nothing, it's like am I ever going to think of anything funny again, and then all of a sudden the floodgates open and every other thing I think about is a joke. And then all of a sudden that gets in the act and like a few of those jokes become like keepers in the act. That's how it works for me. And and it's cool because I know it's coming, you know, and I'm not going to just sit there and go, okay, today I'm going to open up the notebook and write funny shit. It never worked for me that way. So now though I can honestly say my floodgates have opened for 2013. I got a bunch of premises and a bunch of jokes that I'm really happy with and I was able to do it. What sucked is my floodgates open and I have all these, you know, ideas to write and all these new jokes and everything when I really need to be concentrating on the shit I already had for showcases. But the comic in me is on stage going, no, I got to do this. I got to do it. But the businessman and the person that that needs to, you know, you got to keep climbing up and and, and get exposure and, and get all these things, you know, to be seen they're like oh you know you got to just do what you know you know works because these, that's what these people want to see but i'm so stupid that like sometimes i'll just be like i don't care like i got to throw something new in to keep it fresh for me and uh, i know so only comedians listening to this probably understand exactly what i'm talking about but anyway really happy that i'm able to just sit down and, and write and and i know that there's comedians that know exactly what i'm talking about who go yeah i don't write you can't force it and you know i just you'd get afraid though you're like man are the fucking are the ideas and thoughts going to come back? Like, am I going to ever think of something funny again? And then boom, and then there it goes. So that's kind of what's going on now. It's just been nuts. I think after the next week, I'm finally going to be able to settle down and relax for a little bit. But you never really relax, okay, until you get drugs to put you to sleep, which I'm probably going to get. That's the point of the story. I guess I'm trying to <laughs> I'm trying to justify it. Talking about shit going on, and I'm basically going to go at that NyQuil Z's and take fucking three shots of it to, you know, put me down. But my, um, my diet starts, guys. My diet started today. Here's what my diet's going to be because I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I lost like 12, 10, 12 pounds. started looking good. Probably put like four or five back on just with, um, you know, with the holidays and everything and running around and, you know, I'm still, still doing good with the eating. But it's, it's little, little things that I just need to cut out. And here's what I'm doing. So I'm, I made a deal with myself. I'm going to try really hard okay to do this 30 days I'm going here's what I'm doing for 30 days no soda no beer no 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 I'm sorry no soda no booze that's it no drinking I'm going 30 days one month no no soda no booze no candy or sweets and I'm really really going to limit the cheese like the cheese maybe like only one meal a day with cheese but like and 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 it, like only maybe cheese in a salad Look how I already added two things. Only once a day, but a salad doesn't count. So I'm going to have four salads a day, which is uh, four helpings of cheese. No, I'm really trying to not do the cheese, but I'm not going to lie to you that. Listen, I'm Italian. I'm Greek. I love that shit. Mozzarella, feta, I love it. I can't, can't get enough of it. And... Yeah, I had a chicken. I had a chicken gyro today, like from an, like a really like authentic Greek place. I have this um, like amazing, famous Greek restaurant near my house here in Westchester, and I got this chicken gyro and I had to get fed on it. I had to. So that I'm still doing, but right now I'm drinking this. You know, I'm drinking these like flavored sparkling waters. Like that's as crazy as I'll get trying to drink a lot of water. I, you will lose weight if you cut out beer, uh, booze itself. Like desserts, none of that shit. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not. So I want, my goal is to have like, to be in the best shape I've been in around the summertime in years and years. That's what I'm going for. So who knows? Now I don't know if I, I, I mentioned this a little bit, but I'm actually asking for people's help now on the on the podcast. So come at me because I don't know where to find this shit. I look all over for it. I can't fucking find it. The, the, the sections in the stores are so small with it. I've mentioned before how I love candy, okay? Um, You know the way they call Lamar Odom candy man? That's me. After shows, late night, driving home on the road, I love taffy, I love gummy bears, I love Sour Patch Kids, I love anything like that. Swedish fish, all that shit, okay? If it's got a fruit flavor, if it's like chewy, if it's delicious, if it's sweet, I love it. I can't get enough of it, I swear to God, and I feel a fucking, like a, a, like a candy toothache on my right side, you know, I, I'm, I eat candy like I'm 11 years old, so I love it, I'm cutting it out, it's really hard, last night, all hours of the night, I got my last bag of gummy bears, and I shoved it in my face like it was a meal, and then that was it. Just like, it was really like just fat shit. It was just like taking handfuls of gummy bears and shoving it in my mouth like I was fuck going to the electric chair. And I got to stop. So, here's the deal. This is what I'm doing. And I'm asking you people, if you know, can you tell me where I can get good Decent. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll take it from good to decent because I know it's sugar-free. Where can I get sugar-free candy? What kind of sugar-free candy can I get? Here's what I like. Get at me on Twitter. Get at me on Facebook. Uh, email me. Whatever. I don't give a shit. For go, email my management. I don't care. If you know something and you have to get in touch with me, please do it. Okay? I'm asking my listeners for this one. I love candy, but I can't do the sugar anymore. So... Here's what I like, again, if you know sugar-free gummy bears, any kind of taffy, okay, um, I like like starburst shit, Swedish fish, Sour Patch Kids, Twizzlers, Licorice, all that type of shit is what I love. So, if you know of any places that I could go and I could get some good sugar-free candy and stock up in it, I will shout you out on the show. Okay, I will, if I am headlining a show on the road and you fucking, I will fucking, I will do something to hook you up. Okay, I need to find a stash of good sugar-free candy that I could, just, and even if it's in another state, I don't give a fuck. Like, ship it from Pittsburgh. If it's in San Diego, I don't care. Okay, just let me know and I'll have them ship it. I'll just call the store and I'll say, this is what I want. Ship it. I'll ship it here. I'll have my, you know my sugar-free candy thing, and I'll be able to at least do that, and I, and, you know, because, like, the places that I go to, they got bullshit, you can't get sugar-free candy, I was in the supermarket, and I was like, yeah, you guys got sugar-free candy, They're like, yeah, yeah, it's with the regular candy, dude, that was almost, like, annoyed, yeah, it's with the regular candy, it's over there with the regular candy, so I go over there, and they had, like, a fucking box or something, it looked like cough medicine, so I bought it, and it was horrible, it tasted like a bad, like a shitty, soft, like, it, it was bad, The texture was all fucked up. And I get it. There's no sugar in it. It's hard. I understand that. But I need something. A health food store. Something. So let me know. And maybe it's right here under my nose and I just don't know about it. But nobody's really buying. Nobody's looking to buy candy or shit like that without sugar in it. So, but now I have to do it. So let me know about that. Okay, I would really appreciate it. And I know there's got to be a health nut who listens to this show. Who knows where it would actually be decent. But I don't want to be chewing on fucking rubber, you know, and and just say, uh, yeah, well, there's no sugar in it, though. I I want it to be, you know, decent. And I know, listen, I know beggars can't be choosers, but at the same time, I don't want something that tastes shitty just for the sake of having it. As I sip my sparkling white grape sparkling water. Oh, man, this diet is hard. Diets are hard, man. Holy, Like, this makes me really feel for fat people. Because I'm like 19 hours into the diet and I'm ready to just throw the fucking towel in and just start shoving my face with, you know, with Snickers and gummy bears and shit. I'm even, I am even, and I've said that I will never do this, but I'm even not drinking Diet Cokes and getting the candy and shit that I normally get at movies. I'm not doing that. I'm actually going to go to the movies. I'm going to have dinner before I go to the movies and I'm just going to drink a bottle of water in the movies. Which kind of takes a, which is actually makes me, it's better. Then you don't have the pressure of, like, having to eat all the fucking candy and, like, you, I eat the candy before the movie starts and shit. It'll be nice to just sit there with a bottle of water like a normal human being instead of hearing that bag. You know the fat person in the movie who all you hear is you just hear that bag (laughs) the whole time and their fat face just chewing? You just like, there's just like, is this guy going to st- ever stop opening something? <laughs> First, their fat paw just keeps going into into the uh, popcorn, right? And you hear them just chilling in the popcorn. And then you hear like one bag opening. You're like, all right, that's fine. I'm hearing this guy's fat face slurp down a soda. He's obviously had popcorn because you could hear it cracking in his fat cheeks the whole time. Then he just opened a bag. So all right, fine, I'll give him that. That's that's like the best trifecta. You get the soda, you get the popcorn, you get the candy. That's like number one. Like that's great. But then those people that just all thing, they just like, did you go? like they go up for seconds. They get fucking nachos and pretzel knots dipped in chip, uh, dipped in cheese. Oh god, I'm getting hungry. But. Yeah, so I'm actually going to have none of that. I'm going into this thing. Pray for me, people. That's what I'm telling you. This is going to be tough. This is no joke. Cut down on the bread. I got the fajita wraps, turkey. Like, I'm not. I'm going all in, dude. I, I am, I in like three months, I'm going to look the way that I want to look. But the candy thing is something I don't know if I could... Like, if somebody threw me, like, threw, right now, if somebody was just like, dude, this is the best taffy you'll ever have, you gotta take a bite of it. I, it, 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 I'd be like a crackhead. I would just go for the belt and try wrapping it around my arm to put the needle in. Like, I, I would have to, I would have to do it. And just send my kids upstairs and say, you don't want to see what's about to happen right now. <laughs> Mommy, why is Daddy foaming at the mouth over a piece of candy? <laughs> I love that shit. So let me know. Alright, here's one thing that I wanted to talk about today. Because it's all over, it's all over the news, and everybody's talking about it, and ESPN keeps talking about it, and then I saw something on, I know MTV does a show on it, like this catfish thing. I want to talk about these people who have online relationships for a second, okay, because I I just want to put my... I've experienced this not personally. I've never, I've never experienced it personally, but I've experienced through through friends and through family, and I've seen what it does, and I've seen how sick it can be, and it's really crazy and and screwed up to people, and, and how sick individuals can really be, and how they take advantage, they manipulate, they, they they get money, all this shit. I've seen it, and I've seen it up close and personal, um, with with friends and stuff. Here's what I'll say. And it's a sad thing to say, the people that do that, okay, the people that do that, it's one of two things I think. One, they're trying to create something in their head that's better than reality. It's almost like it's this great thing, and they're able to make it what it is because they're the, the, the person can't disappoint them. You know what I mean? Like, like, first of all, and I joke on stage, I go, yeah, what I like to do when I start talking to a girl is actually fucking meet her. And it's true but here here is something that i think needs to be looked at people are disappointing people are you know what they say you know you never want to meet your heroes cuz you could be disappointed you know there's i'm not going to obviously mention names but there are comedians that like i looked up to or there are comedians that i thought were so talented and then you meet them and you see that you know he or she is a piece of shit and you're just like wow man like that sucks you know it's not the case most times but it, sometimes it is the case and these people are your heroes and i'm sure that's happened with athletes and that's that, that's happened with um you know, like, like that chameleonaire uh, rapper talked on YouTube about what Michael Jordan did. If you didn't see that, you know, he loved Michael Jordan. He met Michael Jordan and some things happened and it was really bad for him and he was really disappointed about it. I don't know what happened, if Michael Jordan had apologized or something happened after that, but it was, it was, it, you know, that sucks. You, you You buy a guy's merchandise and you do all that. I think the same thing in life. So I think there's two things. One, people have been disappointed so much by others. That now what they're doing is they're creating this this almost phony life with somebody. This phony relationship. Because all it can be on the phone is good. Because, you know what I mean? Like You got to be in someone's house and live with them to see how fucked up they are. You know, you got to look in somebody's bathroom. You got to look in somebody's bedroom. You got to see what somebody's really about. You know. But you don't get that. You don't get the fucking dirty asshole throwing shit on the floor, or, or, or the the dishwashers never emptied, or the the sink is full of dishes, or the you know the laundry's building up. You don't see that. So this person is just somebody who's telling you everything you want to hear all the time. Yeah, my God. I- I don't know why I go into this weird voice when I picture these people, (laughs) like, you just go into, like, the weird voice, but I just picture, like, like, in my mind, their voice would be, like, oh my god, yeah, like, I just, I just constantly think about you, and I just wanna, I gotta, I just wanna, I can't wait to see you, and, like, they're saying it together for years, and it's really fucking sad and sick, um, and I think that, and I don't want to call, listen, I don't want to call anybody sad or sick if they, if you, I mean, if, listen, if you're completely normal and you've done it and you've got suckered into it. But see, I just don't think it's natural. Like, what's natural is this. Putting clothes on, dressing nice, going out to a public event or something, okay, meeting somebody and seeing the body language and the vibe and the conversation and you communicate with this person. That's healthy. That's normal. To sit there, A, you don't know who the fuck is behind the computer, you don't. Like that's the thing. Like people change their voices and shit. People, you know what I mean? Like what, look what they did to this kid, man, this man Titeo that um you know, a guy's cousin just to he hit relationship for all these months or whatever however long it was. Just sitting there just talking to him and I love you, yeah, I love you. I know I don't I never met you, but I just I love you. You know, on the other end, mean you know, a guy could be chopping somebody's head off. While he's going, oh, my God, I look in your eyes on the computer. I can't wait to meet. Hold on a second. The guy's just chewing on somebody's cheeks or tongue. Like, you don't know. It's sick. And I really believe that that needs to be. Like, I think that those people, and I know some people disagree. I think that the majority, not all. But I think the majority of these people that sit down and whatever they call it, catfishing or whatever the fuck it is, these people that sit down in front of their computer for hours upon hours every day talking to somebody that they've never met, saying that they love them, saying that this and that, and it's a, I truly believe that those people need help the way a drug addict needs help. Because it's crazy, man. Think about it. Like, you have to take yourself out of it. What is it? The rush? Like I said, and sometimes people have such bad childhoods and things were really screwed up for them that in their mind it's like I just really enjoy talking to this person, but I, I will never let them disappoint me. But I enjoy talking to, them. but that's still sick because people are disappointing. You just gotta go through it normally. I gotta be honest, man. If my son or daughter grew up and was just somebody like talking on the computer all the time and not getting out, I would really step in and be like, look, like I understand you got internet friends, but this is crazy. Not to mention. That people build trust and then manipulate to try to get money to try to say things. I know somebody that got duped out of thousands of dollars because they thought they were like they were talking to somebody for a you know some kind of you know investment or something. Yeah, no, no, I know the guy but talking to the guy forever, because that's what these people do. It's crazy. And not to mention you don't know the sex you're talking to. You could be sitting there fucking jacking off to a picture, jacking off to a voice. And it's some fat fuck named Ralph with like a voice monitor. He's over there sitting in the house. He's got like five cats around him. You know, no shirt. I actually got that. I got that visual because I saw a fat guy sitting at his computer on one of these like funny things. And it just made me laugh. And then I just added the cats and all that. But that's what I picture. That's that's really what you think about. And I got to be honest. How How unbelievably upset would you be if you poured your heart and soul online to somebody? And you're like I can't believe you let me get this out. You make me feel so much better. I'm so glad I met you. All the things that this shit said like, cuz you know that that shit's going on. Oh my god, you changed my life. Oh my god, I was ready to kill myself. You you uh you know, you you made me feel so good and and thank you so much and I can't wait to meet you, Cindy. Cindy's like my go-to fake name for women. I don't know why. But I can't wait to meet you, Cindy, this is going to be great. Oh, Cindy this and Cindy that. and you come to find out Cindy's name is fucking Carl. And he was just like laughing with his friends the whole time. Like that's got to be fucking the worst thing ever. Oh my God, it's, you got to get out of the house, man. You got to get out of the house, you got to go to therapy, you got to stop that shit. It's really bad. I, I don't know how people do it. Like, after a while, aren't you like, okay, I, I have to bang Cindy. I have to. Like, I will drive. If I'm talking to a girl for like two weeks and I was single, I wouldn't be like, all right, yeah, I'll just, next time on the computer. You don't do that. It's crazy. I'd be like, all right, listen, where do you live? Wisconsin? All right, fuck it. I got to meet you. I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to go to Wisconsin. But actually that's scary cuz then you don't know if you go out there and you get you, it could be it could be really bad. I guess the best thing to do is to be the one to say you come here. I don't know. I just look at it and all these people and I mean they even have a show about it. It's going on everywhere. People getting taken advantage of and lied to. People just are fucking awful people sometimes. It really is. It it just think about it. Like that's really fucking scary, man. How we have to question everything now. Everything. It bothered me. I'm going to be honest with you guys. And I'm always honest with my listeners. It bothered me that I even had to question for one second. Or even ask a question about that Sandy Hook school shooting. That absolute tragedy. That horrific event. It it bothered me. But when I saw that father walk out and not know the cameras were on. And literally laughing and enjoying himself... And then they said, okay, we're about to start. And then he stepped back like an actor and he started to like do that like hype, like, like that breathing thing. And he closed his eyes and started doing the breathing thing. And he goes, all right. And then he just like went into character. It was the fucking weirdest thing I ever saw. And, you know, you can say something like, oh, you know, you know, people, how, how dare anybody question it. I'm not questioning everything. That ha- I'm not questioning, like, the event. But, like, certain things, if they don't sit right, people, I'm going to fucking say it. Whether you like it or not, I'm sorry. You know, that, that I'm not in this to just fucking make everybody go, oh, okay, yeah, that's a safe thing. No, I saw some shit. But the, the point of what I'm saying is it really bothered me that we have to question everything, man. This guy Mantai Tail, let's let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say that he knew for months and then he didn't say anything because he felt like an idiot because he's this big superstar football team, you know, Notre Dame's the biggest program, one of the biggest programs in history. He's the star player, he's up for the Heisman trophy. I mean, the guy's in the spotlight. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt for a second. I don't know if he's 100% true. I don't know, but I'm for this hypothetically he's 100% true. This guy was believing That a girl that he fell in love with online was dying of leukemia. He was, like, looking up at the sky. And it was a prank and a hoax. you know how fucking evil that is? I mean, you could say shame on him for, you know, being naive or whatever, and fine. I'll give you that. Shame on him for being naive. It's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous for for a superstar football player to be worrying about that shit. Okay. Cause if I was a superstar player in his position, single in my twenties, Heisman Trophy, I'd be. Fu- it would be. It would. I would just be knocking off fucking. It'd be ridiculous. You know, I wouldn't be sitting there like, yeah, guys, I gotta go back. I gotta. I got the laptop charged up. I gotta go fucking uh, talk to this person that doesn't exist. I got. I gotta get out of here. I gotta go talk to this person. No, but he thought they existed, and and it was really sad. To to do that, like to 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 think the person's dying. So what if he really believed it and was like in his bed at night crying over this person that he thought he was like helping and being, and shame on the and the person who did it. That's the most sickening thing ever. Seriously, if you listen to this show and you've done that to somebody, I don't even want you as a listener anymore. Fuck you, seriously. If you actually went out of your way to sit there and really build somebody up and make them feel like they had a connection with you and you were there and it was just a big fake phony thing, that is the lowest fucking thing. That's beyond unacceptable. I'm not even going to give, you know, I'm not even going to give that an unacceptable for the week because that goes without saying. That's so unacceptable that it's it's beyond unacceptable. It's 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 awful. It's absolutely awful. Um, but I just feel that these people that do that need something. They need help. They need to go out. They need to have friends going up to them going, Hey man, get out of the house. Let's just get out. Let's just go out tonight. You know, even if it's something simple, like we're gonna go and go go to Applebee's or I don't even know why the fuck I said Applebee's, but you know what I mean? We're gonna go, we're gonna eat a shitty steak somewhere and we're gonna go to the movies. Like even something for that. That's just so they could see interaction and they could do that you know just just to like start with it and like build up like confidence or something but this shit is bad man like that that's one thing that you could say the the technology and you know 2013 today and 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 since the internet and all these things it's really that's a really big negative how could it not be you know that that's just something that's so incredibly scary to not know people that want to you know change their identity to get one over on you, to make money off of you to do that, and I think that, I truly think that that's probably some of these unsolved murders, some of these TV shows, the first 48, and some of that, they'll never really, you'll never know anything, because these people probably break their laptops before they do it, and all that stuff, but think about it, that'll cause rage, I'm dedicating my time, what about somebody who sent money, You're sending some chick money that you think you're helping and she's calling you Oh, thank you so much. I mean, granted, again, dumb, naive, you know, deserves to part with the money and all that. But you're doing that and then like, and then you snap and you're like, you know what, fuck it then. I'm going to find out who did this. I'm going to kill him. Because you got to understand if you're crazy enough to have long, long long-term relationships with people you're never going to see and just do that or like you're fucked up enough, I should say, to do that because you're going through something... Then, then you don't have a life anyway. So if that breaks you, you'll just be like, I'm going to kill that person. I don't care. That's how I feel about the whole, you know, whatever they call it, the the catfishing, the online stuff, man. So it's, it's nuts. Yeah, and I, I think also that, I think also, you know, um, the emotional toll that it'll take on somebody too. And, and, you know, once they find that out, then they're really not going to trust anybody. It's like a double... You know, it's like a double fucking hit because you first feel like, yeah, I don't really trust anybody, so I'm going to have this thing that's make pretend, and then all of a sudden, or not make pretend, but I'm going to have this kind of online affair here where I'm just talking with somebody, and all of a sudden you find out that that's not true, and then and then you really can't, so I just think the whole thing is sick and twisted and, and just weird. I really do. Um, but, all right. Well, that'll lead me to my um, that'll lead me to my next thing. I, I did definitely. I just did want to touch on that. I wanted to talk about that. And I, and, and I guess the last thing I'll say about it is if if you really know somebody doing it, man, really reach out to them. Like if you see that it's a problem, you should really reach out to them and be like, what are you doing, you fucking idiot? No, I'm just kidding. But what you should say is like, hey, man, like, you got to really be careful. Some you know, you got to be careful. People take advantage of people like that. You don't want to. You know, be like, I like you, I care about you, you're a friend of mine, you gotta stop doing this. So, um, but yeah, I, I just see it so much, and the fact that there's a show about it now, and these people are, like, going there, and it's, it's you know, they show up sometimes, and nobody's there, it's crazy. So, alright, uh, moving on, unacceptable for the week is going to be something that I experienced, that a bunch of comedians experienced, um, over the weekend, where we were doing a show, we are doing a showcase, and there was a dude in the front early in the show, in a suit and everything, and he was like older, and he was just sleeping. So I've mentioned on this on the show before, talking is unacceptable. Okay, being rude, loud to you know all that stuff like causing commotion, trying to make yourself part of the show. I've said that that's unacceptable. Also, another unacceptable for the week. And I did experience this, so this is a fresh, unacceptable. Sleeping in the audience, and not because the show is bad or whatever. Like, just genuinely sleeping because you're that tired, and you're at a comedy show. Unacceptable. Don't come out. Dude was in a suit, dressed nice sort of thing, and just sitting there, like, nodding off, sleeping. And everybody saw it, and it was just the most ridiculous thing. It's like, well, dude, what are you doing? So unacceptable for the week, anybody sleeping in the crowd of a show. And we all got those friends. I got those friends. Everyone's got the movie theater sleeper friend. No matter what time you go, they just sit in by the end, you look over, they they missed half of it and then they get up and like, No, no, I saw most of it. I saw most of it. I you know, I just just not at all for a second. And you're just thinking, No, you didn't you didn't fucking see it. you didn't see it. But to do, I mean, come on, man, you're spending money, you're sitting there in a crowd, you're watching people perform or you're watching a good movie. Stop sleeping. Unacceptable. And I can't believe this, guys. I was going to go tonight to go see a late showing of uh, Zero Dark Thirty, um, and once again, I couldn't, and it's killing me. And if I miss this movie because I was so busy and I couldn't see it in theaters, I'm going to be really pissed off. There's a few I want to see, like Argo. I could wait for. I don't. Need, I didn't need to see Argo in the theater. I didn't need to see that one in the theater. I mean, I know it's good, but I, I didn't need to, you know. Just ki- killing and catching Bin Laden shit. I want to see. I want to see in the theater. I just want to see that. I want to see how it was done, and I want to see it on that level. I also think that. Um, this new haunted there's a new movie coming out that's going to be probably one of the scariest movies you'll ever see in your life it's a dead evil or evil dead or whatever i think something like that like that that coming attracted to that if you could find that man buckle up i definitely want to see that that's going to freak me out which makes no sense why do i want to see it but you got it because no movies really scare you know scare you so i wanted to review uh zero dark 30 although i mean everybody's talking about it already but i like to put my um you know, because a lot of times on the podcast, I've talked, like, about movies that everybody liked. And for some reason, you know, perfect example was, you know, Django. So, we'll see. But next time I do see a movie, um, which is hopefully by the next episode, episode 97, I will review one. Just depends on everything. We were dealing with the kids being sick. My son, I had to pick my son up from daycare. He had like a 100, almost 102 fever. My daughter's been sick. I'm starting to get it a little bit. And between that and how honest to God cold it has been. It has been so cold in New York that, you know, you're talking 10 degrees, 9 degrees. But I said on stage, the one thing I love about it is when it's this cold, it diffuses any potential conflict. Because, like, normally if you're walking in the city in the summer and somebody bumps you or cuts you off, you can look and be like, hey, watch where you're going, dick. Now you just kind of look at him and are like, yeah, whatever. I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't have, you know, this cold weather totally, like, makes people not have cool walks or cool struts anymore. Just everybody turns into that, like, homeless walk with big jackets on. It's kind of uniting. It, 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 put, it brings us together. And I love bad weather and I love the cold weather, but this has been really cold and I can't take my kids out, so... You know, I know somebody in Seattle right now, or Minnesota, is just like, yeah, nine degrees, whatever, pussy. That's nothing, but this shit is cold for New York. Like nine degrees is cold. When you got to warm your car up, and your car's got some like ice all over it, just because of the cold, and yeah, it's it's ridiculous. I just don't want to get full fledged sick like my son was. But they're both doing uh, they're both doing better now. So this brings us to the part of the show where. Um, Super Bowl Sunday, guys. Got to make the prediction. Got to talk about it. The big game is coming up. And um, I have I have talked about it. I've mentioned it before, and I have to stick with the prediction. Uh, I predicted, and, and this is actually really cool. I did predict, and you guys can look earlier um, when I did, but earlier, in, I believe in August or early September, I predicted the San Francisco 49ers to beat the Baltimore Ravens in the Super Bowl. And then I kind of backed off the Ravens because of the injuries, but then they got healthy again, so I am going to take credit. And I was talking to somebody, and I was like, man, I don't know if I could take credit for the Ravens anymore because I really jumped on um, Denver, and I jumped on a couple of other AFC teams after like Ray Lewis and, and Terrell Suggs and those guys got hurt. And they're like, no, but Paul, they got healthy again, and they came back, and the team that you said would go to the Super Bowl was this healthy team, and they're back. So fine, thank you for talking me back into it. And giving me a little more pep in my step with it. So I'm taking credit for this, for the prediction. It's not really that big of a prediction considering both teams were in uh, their championship games last year. But I just thought that they would turn the corner, and they did. Now, here's why I think the San Francisco 49ers are going to win the game. I'll give you the score, I'll give you the prediction and all that stuff. But here's why I think they're going to win the game. They're going to win the game because their defense is better and younger. And a good defense on a big game. And I've seen it with the, my Giants twice. Against the Patriots, thank you very much. It's the Effect podcast. I think that they are going to be so pumped up. They got this quarterback now, this Kaepernick kid who can run. And then they got Frank Gore in the backfield. Which basically means they have two running backs that are just huge threats. Especially this Kaepernick kid who could start to, you know, scramble and, and run around back there and then throw a bullet. I think they're completely dangerous on offense now. I think that Alex Smith must be puking every night, the poor bastard. But I think that the defense knows that the offense can go out there and do something. And another reason I like San Francisco is—don't and don't get me wrong—I almost want to be wrong because I'd like to see. I'll be honest with you—you you know, Ray Rice from Westchester—I'd love to see. I'd love to see them win. Baltimore. You know, the Ray Lewis story, all that stuff. That would be cool. But another reason I think that San Francisco is going to win the game is because San Francisco went down 17 to nothing on the road in a hostile environment, and they just weathered the storm and came back. This team could be down two touchdowns and throw up, you know, three touchdowns like it's nothing. So I think the explosiveness of this new offense with this quarterback and I think just a a more experienced, obviously, defensive team than they were in the past, but they're still younger than Baltimore's, and I think the older defense of Baltimore can hurt them. Now, I know Ray Lewis is going to come out and play and make his tackles, and I know they're going to band together. I just think at the end of the day, I think it's going to be a good game. I think in the end, the 49ers can win the game by a touchdown. So, I mean, I guess if I had to predict, I think it's going to be a good defensive effort on both ends. I'm thinking somewhere along the lines of 23, 24, let's say 24, 24, 24-17 or 24-16 49ers. That's going to be my prediction. And I hope I'm wrong but i just feel like they're you know their coach is great they you know i i don't know but flacco could you know how do i think but i'll tell you how i think baltimore could win the game baltimore could win the game if flacco doesn't throw the ball away doesn't doesn't turn the ball over and ray rice you know can run off and get a 100-yard game and they just give him a heavy dose of the running game where you know flacco's not making too many throws and the throws that he is making you know he's he's executing and the running game is doing really well and of course the defense does what the defense does. So I think if Flacco plays mistake free and Baltimore can run the ball on the 49ers defense, I think they have a chance to win. I just don't know if that's going to happen. And I think the confidence level I think the confidence level of the 49ers is up considering how much how down they were on the road and then they just came back. And I believe they came back in, in both playoff games that they were in. They just found a way to just come back. So that's scary. Because if you're down 17 nothing on the road in the playoffs, the place is going nuts. You're just down and out. And you don't let that phase you and you come back, you're going to go into the Super Bowl with that confidence and you're going to say, let's not get down this time. So that's it. That is my prediction for the Super Bowl. Will be the 49ers 24, the Baltimore Ravens, 16, I'll say. 24 to 16. 49ers. And that's pretty much, I mean, that's uh, basically, I, I don't think, I, I think that you're going to have a really good defensive game with some with some night. I think it's going to be a really good Super Bowl. I'm hoping it is. And, of course, I have to work. I'll get into that on the plugs afterwards because I'm working on the Super Bowl. Last time I really worked on a Super Bowl, where it would like affect the game t- was was when Baltimore was in it against the Giants, and I'm doing that again. Other things in sports, the Knicks, you know, with all these injuries and everything, the last 20 games they're about 500. They're still uh, 10 or 11 games above 500 right now, and uh, they took a loss today, but they beat the Celtics the other night. We'll see what happens. They're getting healthier, you know. Just get them to the All Star break. Get healthy. Get everybody back and, and see what happens. But I, I, I definitely like what the Knicks are doing. And, oh, and I found out that I am going to be going to the Masters again. Me, Bill Burr, J, uh and Jason Lawhead, uh, we're going to go to the Masters on the Saturday. Last time I went in 2010, we went to the, the Sunday final. This time we're going to go Saturday. So that's, that's awesome. We're going to be uh, – performing out there i'm going to be uh, opening up for burr out in uh, atlanta and then we're going to drive out to augusta and we're going to go to the masters so i'm looking forward to that and um, some other cool sports stuff coming up which i'll announce afterwards now let's get into some plugs here because um i got some cool stuff actually coming up so let's get right into it i will be at the stand this weekend well, actually, next weekend, so I'll do it like this. It's this Sunday, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, this Monday, two days from now, I will be at The Stand and Stand Up New York, 8 o'clock and then 9 o'clock. I'll be at The Stand at 8 o'clock and I'll be at, I'm sorry, I'll be at Stand Up New York at 8 o'clock and The Stand at 9 o'clock. That is Stand Up New York, 8, The Stand, 9 o'clock, this Monday. Wednesday, I will be doing a showcase for a network at The Stand. Then, this weekend, uh, which is like a week from today, I will be, well, Friday night, I will be hosting both shows at The Stand. Saturday, I will be headlining Knuckleheads Comedy Club in Tom's River, New Jersey. And Sunday, I will be doing the Super Bowl party at The Stand, where we're going to have, the comedy club is going to have a viewing of the party. It's going to be a quick, like, comedy halftime show, if you don't care for Beyonce. We're going to be eating wings, hanging out with people, watching the game with people. Uh, myself, comedian Gino Bisconti, we're going to be doing that. It's the first time they're doing it. They asked us to do it, so it should be fun. So if you want to come down, if you, you know, didn't want to, if you don't have a team really in this thing and you want to come down and hang out, we're going to be hanging out, relaxing, eating some wings. i got to try to have a keep the diet. How's the diet going to go that day when people are trying to shove beers down my throat? I got to make the judgment call. I may have to call an audible on Super Bowl Sunday. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I might have to do that. But we'll see. I'm I'm, I'm and if I do, I'm still going to be good, but I will try to figure out like I can't do it. I got to stick to the guns. I got to stick to the guns. Fuck. But that's what we're going to be doing. So, if you have nothing to do, you want to come down, we we'll pull down the big screen, watch the game at the stand. Eat some wings, relax, have a great time. You'll see some comedy in between stuff, and we'll just have a good time. Come out if you're in New York. Uh, we'd love to have you there. So that's that's what's going on next week. Busy week of stand-up and everything like that should be great. And I got some other dates coming up. If you are in Syracuse, I will be performing at Wise Guys Comedy Club February 14th, which is Valentine's Day, until February 17th and uh, a ton of other stuff, check com for all the new new dates, updated dates, and more are just going to keep coming, especially now that we're getting into the year and um, some dates from last year, other comedy clubs that I did last year. Those are going to be coming in uh, and more. Okay, also, follow me at Twitter. My Twitter's actually doing better and uh, more and more followers. I'm tweeting more and then and, and I, I realize the thing with tweeting is you just got to tweet. If you got a Twitter account, you're like, how come I don't have fo-? You got to tweet shit. Tweet shit, retweet funny shit. You got to kind of be a part of it. You got to be active in it. That's what I've noticed. And I know sometimes it's annoying. Like I don't want to sit there and do it. I was like that too. But if you do and you have fun with it, you get more followers. Follow me at Paul Verzi. That's V-I-R-Z-I. Also, I was, on, I was a guest on... Um, Robert Kelly's podcast, the You Know What Dude podcast, and it was awesome, and it's going to air soon. You could go check the website and check that out. I was a guest. There was a bunch of us on there, uh, Dan Soder, Joe List, uh, Luis Gomez, uh, Kelly Festuca, um, Dylan from uh, Laugh Spin Magazine, so, um, come, or, or Laugh Spin Online, whatever. Come uh, check that out. Definitely check that out. That was a really funny episode. Uh, my son is crying on the monitor right now, or my daughter, and, um, that's my cue. So, sorry for the shorter podcast, everybody, but, um, wait a minute, did you calm down? Hold on, let's go through this together. I'll show you guys what I go through. Come on, please. You ever pray? I swear to God, the other day, parents will know exactly what I'm talking about. The other day I was laying there, and my daughter went down for a nap. And I literally just go, God, please just give me like four minutes. Like if I could close my eyes for four fucking minutes right now. (laughs) That's, That's all we care about. That's all we want is that little extra, please just sleep. Why? Why? And then you get kind of mad and frustrated. Not frustrated, but you're just like, oh, man, it's just you're so tired. And then you pick them up and they just look at you and smile. And you're like, I'm an asshole for even, I can't even believe I just got upset with you. I'm sorry. That was, I'm awful. I'm an awful person for that. How could I be upset that this cute face just wants me to hold it? You selfish prick. All right. she died down now. I bought myself some time. But, um, yeah, so, and please, guys, if you have an iPhone, check out Butterfly Radio, download the free app. It's awesome. It's awesome what they're doing. It's only going to get better and better. And, um, you know, if you like podcasts, man, do it. I'm trying to think of a podcast I would do other, other than like a comedy podcast if I would do. I mean I wouldn't do anything other than a comedy podcast. But I'm trying to think like if I wasn't a comedian what I would do. And I guess it would probably be sports. But, you know, the cool thing is you could just shoot the shit about anything. And there's like a fan base for anything. Like, you do, like, the catfish podcast and just have a bunch of fucking people, like, trying to just, like, listening in on all, like, the horrible stories or great stories of, like, online dating. You could do a, um, I don't know, like, what's a, what would be a, what would be, like, a really, like, different podcast? What about, like, Inventions? Holy shit, you know I'm tired. But, no, that would be cool, man. Like, how cool are, like, inventors? Like, inventors don't get laid anymore, but back in the day, like, fucking being an inventor was a fucking... You, like, rolled up like you just had a fucking platinum album. Like, being an inventor back in the day? You know, you just stroll up, like, dude, look who's here, dude. No, 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 dude, look to the left, dude. He just walked in right there. Yeah, yeah, no, the dude with fucking goat hair on his jacket. Look over there. Yeah, you know who that guy is? Dude, that guy fucking made the first basket... Fucking chicks just throwing their blouses off. (laughs) I'm apologizing to you guys for my giddiness and my tiredness, okay? But I'm not going to lie to you. I had to get the podcast out, and I had shit to talk about. I'm just tired, a little sick. But I didn't want to fucking be that late again, so that's why I uh, I mustered up the energy to do it. But that's funny, man. I should write that one too. I always come up with bits at the end of my at the end of my podcast show. You notice that? But inventors were like the dudes. Like inventors were the dudes back then. Like that. That's amazing. You'd be like, yeah, the reason why you're not hot ever anymore. You're not hot. Yeah, It's hundred something degrees, but the air conditioner. That guy right there. Which is, by the way, probably the greatest. Let's be honest. You know, the the that's the the air conditioner is the greatest invention ever. Like it just stopped people from going nuts. It made you comfortable, made you sleep better. Like that's that's got to be one of the best ones, the air conditioner. But like I feel, I feel like the the inventors back then were. I feel like the inventors back then were, like, the, really a great thing to, to, to compare it to would probably be musicians who create this great song, and then people go to clubs, and the song comes on, and it's, like, their creation, but back then, like, when shit, like, when early shit was first coming out, like, a music wasn't, I'm talking far back. Like, the first person to come up with the curtain and shit. Like, the first person, like the, I'm talking about the first things. If they showed up in a village, it was just like, it, it was like, you know, Michael Jackson showed up. That's, that's amazing, though. Like, the first guy to do that. Like, that's, that's, that's pimp right there. Just, you're the guy that invented something that would be used forever in history. Talk about legacy. And you put your name on it. Makes you wonder about like the first sexual acts. Seriously, like not even not. I'm not trying to talk about sex, but like seriously, like the first blowjob. You know, like did a caveman just like fucking sitting in his cave with a chick, with his cave woman, and was like, yeah, you know, like because it wasn't intended. Like the penis wasn't intended to be in a mouth. It was intended to go, you know, to the. The reproductive part of the body, but seriously. And some dude was just like, "Hey, what if you?" A <laughs> caveman was like, "Just kiss it. Just let's see what happens if you." All right, everybody, I'm done. I'm fucking done. I'm gonna get some. I'm gonna get some sleep. I'll be. I'll be a little more up for the next one. I hope everybody enjoys the Super Bowl. I really do. And um, I hope that uh, my prediction is right. But I hope I'm wrong, if that makes any sort of sense. Enjoy, everybody. Tell your friends who are doing that stupid shit online to cut it out. And that's it. Check me out online. Um, (laughs) Tell your friends not to be online. But check me out online. Um, Check out paulverzi.com. Hopefully I see you guys at a show soon. And uh, I am going to be having a bunch of uh, cities coming up and I will let you know where I will be, and you could come out there and um, support and enjoy a comedy show. That's what we do this for. All right, everybody, take care.